Rio Rancho Radio 92.9 We are brought to you this morning by Pam Harris's Pequail Realty on Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho. It is time to find out what's going on in the City of Vision with our mayor, Greg Hull. Good Sunday morning, Mayor. Good Sunday morning, Derek, and thank you everybody for joining us here once again, sharing your Sunday morning with me and KDSK. So we can find out all the great things that are happening in the City of Rio Rancho. And let me tell you, Derek, we we do not have trouble, not one bit filling 30 minutes of content just like that no that's true we've never had that problem <laughs> in fact sometimes we could fill an hour well i remember when we first started this show doing the show uh we would do it in my office in city hall and mm-hmm. you know we was tape recorded and you'd bring it back and upload it and we'd do it remotely and that was actually before you had your studio here right. in Rio Rancho. So you had to carry it back, I think, to Grants. Yeah, to you weren't going to drive to Grants to do the weekly program. Right. So we had to do it. Yeah. And then you got your Rio Rancho location, opened up this great sound studio. And of course, if you were to go back and play one of those early shows, you can tell that it was done on, a, yeah, on an, an MP3 recording, right? Yeah, we're kind of off mic. I would just set it on your desk between the two of us sitting across yeah. from each other. Yeah. And we just have a conversation in the mayor's office about all the things that were going on. But it was kind of funny because we got the show started and gosh, we've been doing the show now for eight years, yeah. seven, seven years. 2015 2015 so, yeah. so seven years eight years but you know it didn't really matter even though the sound quality wasn't quite as good on the mp3 player people just want to know what's going on in right. the city oh yeah absolutely so it's exciting when we talk about all the things that are going on but i think back to that first show and i had my list of things to do and i had never done a radio show and this is the list of things we're going to talk about and all the things that were happening and just kind of really explaining them out and here we are, and you'd think at some point in time some of that might slow down a little bit, <laughs> but uh, I will tell you, it has not slowed down, and I'm real happy about that. Last week, we'd been pushing the Fall Festival really hard, but now Fall Festival came and went, and it was yesterday, and we had a great time. There was a tremendous turnout, and the only thing I have to talk about <laughs> is with this Fall Festival, I was out there at the Trunk or Treat, right, and we did this Enchanted Forest theme off the back of my uh, car. Mm-hmm. And I just got to say, Derek, I think I'm going to have to take out a second mortgage to pay for the candy I gave away because that candy was expensive. Yeah, like everything else, it's gone up. It it was. And I was reading something. I read an article that came out that said that Halloween candy was up 30, 40% this year. And bags of candy I used to pay three, four dollars for was 10 to 15 dollars. And then the 10 to 15 dollar bags that I used to buy were now. 20 to 30 dollars and it was just ridiculous and the problem we're all having of course is our incomes didn't go up that much and like my wife was saying eggs are now like over four dollars for a carton of eggs but are you making that much more now to, to cover that oh i'm not i'm not see i know as the mayor i'm literally on a fixed income when i get sworn in your income is what it is for four years, mm-hmm. period. It does not change. It doesn't go up, doesn't go down. There are no changes in the amount that you get paid. And so, no, I'm not making any more, but we're paying a lot more for gas in our car, or the electricity at our house, and the candy that we're going to give yeah. away. Now, that was just for the trunk or treat, with yet, which was yesterday. We got Halloween coming up on oh, the 31st. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you know, as so, mayor, there's not a darn thing you can do about it. No, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Can't absolutely pass nothing. an ordinance to lower the price of candy. Uh, I know. wish. Yeah. I wish. 
But all I can say is since you're paying gross receipts tax on that, make sure you buy your candy in the city limits, okay? (laughs) If there's any left. When we were out there last week, Big Lots, they had very little left, so we kind of cleaned them out. And then we went over to Smith's, and they had some good selections there. We were able to pick up some bags there. Then um, I was in uh, Walmart last week, and they seemed to have a pretty good selection left over as well. But it's kind of catch as catch can, go get your candy. And still, we want to make sure that all the kids in the community have a great time. And so we'll uh, move forward, knuckle down, and still hand out the candy. Yes. But. So where, Mayor, in the city of Rio Rancho, can I get my pumpkin to make my jack-o'-lantern this year? <laughs> you can go to the Pumpkin Patch, which is up at City Center. Max Wade up there has Galloping Goat Pumpkin Patch. And they're up there, and you can get all the pumpkins you want. And there's a bunch of them. So no limit. No limit. So if you haven't gotten your pumpkins yet for next weekend, which is Halloween... Make sure you head on up to Galloping Goat Pumpkin Patch, which is up by the Rio Rancho Event Center. You can't miss it. There are the white tents all over the back parking lot, kind of on the southwest corner. So behind Paseo the and Unser, yeah, you'd see them from there. Yeah, Paseo and Unser. You come in on Arena or come in off of uh, Broadmoor to get in there, but you just drop, follow. If you come off of Broadmoor, just follow the frontage road all the way to the west, and you'll dead end right there at the Pumpkin Patch, no problem. But yeah, there's lots of pumpkins still to be had there. And when you get your pumpkin carved, you can always pin a few candy corns on there for decoration, right? (laughs) Make eyebrows out of them. (laughs) Yeah, do something creative with candy corn. So no, Pumpkin Patch is still up and running and they're going to be going all the way to Halloween, which is the 31st. That's on a Monday this year. And so trick-or-treating will happen out there. All the little goblins, ghouls, and princesses and witches and warlocks and all those uh, characters that you see from star wars and all the other great sci-fi movies they'll be out collecting the candy up you know well that's why we buy it there you go it's a cycle it is it is indeed so we've got the pumpkin patch coming up i want to touch real quick on the events because i do have a pretty large road update you know we've been promising a road update we had a governing body meeting on Tuesday, it was a work session, so we weren't voting on anything. This was just an update where city staff updates the governing body on all the projects that are going on throughout the city. So this is going to be a good update for us today. And then we've got Veterans Day coming up on November 11th. If you haven't registered a float in the parade yet, please go do that. We want to come out and show our support for our veterans. This is the time that we celebrate those that have served our country in the armed forces And we want to make sure we show up in force to show our support. And that parade will kick off November 11th in the morning, 8 a.m. There'll be a parade lineup at 8 a.m. The parade will kick off at uh, 10. And then it will head over to the Veterans Monument Park right there that's on Pine Tree. Behind the post office. Behind the post office, right. And behind the post office, but in front of Esterbone Memorial Library there. So it's, it's right there. And we'll go over there and then we'll have a Veterans Day ceremony and then we'll be off and running for the day. That's happening there and a lot of cool things. And that's also, as I mentioned last week, we're going to be unveiling the hero banners that are going to go up on 528 where we honor some of the military service members that have served in our community. If you want to get registered for this, you can register through the Chamber of Commerce and they're doing this through the Rio Rancho Community Foundation. But contact the Rio Rancho Chamber of Commerce if you want to apply to have If you or somebody lives here in Rio Rancho that served in a branch of the military, 
They want to put your picture up there and honor you. And we'll be cycling those through right now. The first round of them is just going to be like 44, 45, because that's how many light poles are on 528. And right now we're going to keep the program to 528 because that is kind of the main road through the city. So we're not really running it up and down any other streets at this point in time. We'll look at expanding it possibly in the future, but for now we're going to start here and we'll cycle the pictures out. Right, see how it goes. It looks like they're getting real close to finishing 528 down there by Sunt and Rockaway. I saw that they've got it closed at uh, Northern right now while they're fixing that. And after that, they should be really close to being able to, wouldn't it be wonderful to have three lanes open that up? Oh, it's getting very close. Uh, it's my understanding they're going to wrap that project up within the next two to three months. And I know that sounds a little far out there yet, but even after they get all the lanes open and after three lanes are, are moving through, there's still a lot of finish work to be done that people don't really see when they're going by at 45, 50 yeah. miles an hour. Well, they've got the street lights on now from Ridgecrest down to, I think it's Rockaway. Right. So. And so there's a few more things that need to be done, but they should have it wrapped up the next couple of months. But it's they've looking done, good, It's though. looking really, really nice. Yeah. I'm very happy with the project. The state's given us a nice road through our they, town. They have. They <laughs> have. And that really completes it now from Westside Boulevard, where you come into the city, on the south end of the city, all the way to Northern Boulevard. So it really gives 528 that great finished look all the way through, and mm-hmm. that lines it all up. Yeah, and then it becomes residential where you don't really need, at least not yet, right. <laughs> three lanes. Someday probably will be yeah. three lanes all the way up to I 550. Think if you go up to where Enchanted Hills is, it's already been widened up mm-hmm. there. So I think you'll end up seeing it eventually go three lanes oh, on sure. both sides all the way through. As we grow, we're going to need it. Yeah, absolutely. And that won't be a bad thing because they'll go through and update everything, make it all look brand new. And, and there's room. Great. There's room, especially on the east side. Yes. Where you've got the retaining wall there, there's room to add road on that side. Yeah, there, there's plenty of room there, and there's, and there's even room on the other side. So we'll see where that goes. But right now, I think a lot of people are kind of ready to see that project wrap up because yeah. it's been going on for about, I don't know, about two years now. It seems like it's been a while. But then again, honestly, when I've driven through there, I've never been really delayed by that project, right? So they've kept the traffic moving through there really, really well. And so I think that that's what's kept everybody patient I with think the this, project. This weekend is probably the most disruptive because they've got the intersection closed at Northern, but you can, they've got a detour to go around. Right. But, uh, and I know the people down in the industrial park want to see that wrapped up so oh, they yeah. can stop going one way. Mm-hmm. You know, to get into the industrial park, you have to go down to Sunt and then you can come in on Sunt. And then to get out, you have to go all the way back up to Northern. Yes. So it's all still one way traveling through there. Kind of like what you're dealing with in Riverside on Riverside Drive. Yeah, and River's Edge too. They've yeah. got it down to one. I don't even go through there anymore. I just avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it really needed it, so I'm looking forward to that getting done. Right. But I, I am curious to see what you found out at your work session. Yes. Yeah, so at our work session, we had what was known as a public works projects update. This is, once again, it's a work session, so we're not doing any voting on you know, legislation anything. or anything like that. This is just where we come together as a governing body. We're noticed. We have to give public notice that we're coming together as a governing body, the seven of us. And we need to just have staff give us a public update of all the projects that are going on. And it's really a way that staff can communicate to us at one time. It's on video. It's recorded. And so the public can go back and look at the meeting if you want. Mm -hmm. Get the information and understand what's going on in the community. 
So this is a major roads update. Really what we called out for for this particular work session is the governing body wanted a full update on all these road projects that are going on. Now, you and I have talked about these road projects. In the last six years, we've done 32 major road replacements in the last six years. And for a city our size, that's almost unheard of. i got mayors from all over the country calling me saying, how are you getting this done? Because we're voting for it. That's right. <laughs> that's we were voting well, for you to spend the money. That's right. To tax us and spend the money. That's right. Well, even with the with the voters voting for it, honestly, when you think about it, there are cities out there that have road bonds that are far more than ours. What they're asking is, how have you gotten the community support that you've gotten for this? Because actually, we don't have a lot of people that bemoan the construction. The most people that walk up to me and say, they'll ask, first off, hey, when's that project going to get done? And then second, they will say, I just want you to know, I think what's going on is just phenomenal. It's great. Yeah, it slows me down a little bit. Yeah, it can be a bit of an inconvenience, but man, those roads are starting to look really, really, really good. And I'm, I get a ton of positive feedback. Yeah, there's a few negative Nellies out there that say, well, there's this and there's that and there's this. And I just remind everybody, if the worst thing Rio Rancho has going for it is some of the roads need to be fixed. Let's go look at some other cities and see what their worst problems yeah. are. <laughs> so, and you don't have to go very far to get a good understanding of what could be worse, right? We have so many great things going for us here in the city of Rio Rancho. That's why every day I get up, I'm just grateful to live in this amazing city. But that being said, Southern Boulevard Phase 2 is one of these. Now, a lot of people have said, hey, look, you remember we did Southern Boulevard from 528 to Golf Course. When are we going to do the next section, which would be golf course to Unser? Man, you skipped it and you did phase three. Well, yes and no. We skipped it, yes, but we haven't really done phase three. We went out there and paved where phase three is going to be, but we just did a resurface job right. out there. So that's not the complete project. When we do get the complete project done, Southern Boulevard will look the way it is right now on the east side, on the east section. It'll look all that way, all the way out to Rainbow. Now, that's many, 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 many years down the road. That's why we went ahead and jumped ahead and repaved Southern Boulevard from Unser out to Rainbow. So it would be two lanes on each side all the way to Rainbow. With medians and new walking paths and new sidewalks and trees and landscaping and new street lights. It would be the, as I refer to the section that's there, it's kind of an old cart comparison it was the Cadillac version, right? <laughs> so it, it was nice. Yes. And as you know, also in phase two, we did a lot of patching. The road was caving in on the curb lanes mm -hmm. so horribly that we had to go in and at least peel that out and redo that. I remember when we were talking when you did that and people were saying, well, why did you only pave the right lane on each side when the other lane is terrible? Well, right. Yeah. Because now we're about to go rip it all back up. And that's where it's at. Now, this is Southern Boulevard phase two, the widening and design. This is where we're going to go in. And this project is going to go from Unser to Golf Course is where it's going to go. And it, right now it's in the design phase. There was some time when we blocked off some traffic out there to trace out some utilities, find out where things are, is that the uh, project right now is currently going to be geared up in two phases. So the first thing we have to do before we start repaving the road is there's that crossing over the, the Arroyo that's right there at Nicholas. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that needs to be completely rebuilt. So that's a bridge. That's a bridge. Yeah. So those are gonna, expensive. They are, they're expensive. That's about a $5 million bridge right wow. there. So yeah. Yeah. So stuff. why does it need to be, is it uh, 
well, coming apart underneath or something? It is coming apart, and there are some problems with it, but most importantly, it's not wide enough to carry the new width of the road. Oh. So it has to be wide. So right? you just take it out and start it. Well, you can't completely, I guess, because you have to have traffic. You have to do one side at a time. Yeah. They're going to rebuild it like what the way they just did 528 over the Los yeah. Montoyas. They're going to, you know, you rebuild this half, and then you go to this half. Same way they rebuilt 550 over right. the Rio Grande. Mm-hmm. They did this side, they did this side. There's a way of doing it so that there's transportation yeah. through there. Sure. That is still in the ongoing process. Now, the whole repaving from golf course, actually, we have to go a little past Unser, so we're going to go all the way to Premier Parkway, which is the entrance to the movie theater. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's widened right. to that point. Right, yeah. it's widened out to that point. That's estimated now to be about $35.4 million. That includes the bridge. No. No, the no. bridge is another the bridge five is, million. bridge is five million in and of oh, itself. Oh, man. So we're going to do the bridge first. <laughs> okay. And then, we'll, then we'll, while we're trying to hunt down this money, understand that $35 million is more than half of the city's annual budget. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. So, yeah, this is not an easy amount of money to come up with. And the road bond will never supply this because the road bond is only $10 million every two years. So if we saved every penny of the road bond and did no more road repairs, it would take us four bond cycles to get to this money. Wow. So eight Which years. is eight years. Yeah. Right. Those are the things that you have to really stop and think about. So we're really going to be chasing after federal money on this one. Federal. Right? Is there any state? There Possibly some state. We'll have to see what kind of infrastructure dollars come into the state. So we'll see where that's going. But we're continuing to make progress on that. It's in the engineering phase. We're at the process where we're going to start, you know, doing all the design. There are public plans for this project on the city's websites. If you want to go out and see the public plans for this project, you can see all the designs and there's new medians going in and some of the left ends that you've been used to won't be there anymore. And some of the left outs that you've been used to where you've been able to make a left out of a business, Mm -hmm. you won't be able to do that anymore. Yeah, I kind of missed that at Turtle Mountain when I'm leaving that cul-de-sac there. I can't turn left. Right. i got to go down and make a U-turn. Exactly. So this is all, but all of that, all of that is tied to federal dollars. So I'm assuming there's a reason why those things go away. It's because of traffic management plans as cities grow. They also look for ways that they can consolidate driveways. So if you Mm -hmm. have a driveway on every business, they try to take three businesses pull them all together, unify the entrance. And so that three businesses have only one entrance. Mm, Common. So yeah, yeah. common entrance. And I'll give you an example of a really dangerous entrance. Okay. The entrance to Brenda's car wash. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now that's on Southern, you know, where, uh, the company that sold the gold. Oh, Tudor coins. Yeah. Tudor coins. Yeah. In the building there, the two story building that's right there. They moved out of there now, but they used yeah, to be there. Yeah, they used to be there, and Brenda's Car Wash is there, and Chick-fil-A is right behind it. Right. So if you want to go to Chick-fil-A, and you're headed south on Unser, you would make a left on Southern, and then you come to a screeching halt to make yes. a right yep. into the driveway that takes you into Brenda's Car Wash or to Chick-fil-A, yep. right? So that is extremely dangerous. I can't count how oh, many I've times I've, yeah. I've tried to make a left there. Only to find that when I made the left and I was trying to come through the intersection, traffic was backed up because somebody was trying to exit out of Brenda's and that's not, it's not a very wide driveway. So they had the whole driveway blocked up and then there was a person trying to make a right in. You can't so get they in until the other stop. person gets out. Right. right. So you had this conflict. So you had to wait for this other one. Well, and then the, the car trying to get out couldn't get out because it saw everybody was swerving around the car that's parked there. Yeah. And I've seen this many, 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 many times. 
So having a driveway that close to an intersection is not a good idea. But for that piece of property, the way it is now, you can't move it much further down the road and still get in there. No, so you'd move it down to the next lot and you'd take the next lot or the next business and you'd unify the driveway and push it down a little bit and then come in on that one and you'd have a unified frontage. Because you can't go in there on Unser because you got the right turn lane. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. So the only way to get to Chick-fil-A, if you wanted to get Chick-fil-A, is to either go down Unser to Cabazon, turn make around. a U-turn, yeah. which, by the way, at Cabazon, there's a no U-turn. Of course. Okay. <laughs> so you got to turn left. Right. Go down Cabazon, then make a U-turn, come back out. Right. No, exactly. It's, it's not practical. So it's not practical. So there's a lot of things that we really take into consideration when we're doing this engineering. So the engineers have a lot on their plate. But that's the uh, Southern Boulevard Widening Project. If you want to go out and take a look at it, it's on the city's website, rrnm.gov. And then just put in Southern Boulevard Phase 2, and you should be able to pull up some of the documents and the the PowerPoints. Now, Westside Boulevard Pedestrian Path. Now, this is not Westside Boulevard from 528 to Golf Course, because that's actually not a City of Rio Rancho project. But that one's getting closer and closer, too. That one's looking real good. They finally got some landscaping down. It's looking sharp. That project should wrap up within the next month or two as well. But Westside Boulevard Pedestrian Path, this is a walking path from golf course all along Westside Boulevard all the way over to Unser. And so it's a multimodal path so people can walk along there. And this was an interesting project because when we submit for federal money for different projects, especially when it's walking paths or bike paths, stuff like that, ADA compliance, things like this. We're always looking for the federal money because typically we'll find grants that will help pay for this. So this was a $1.2 million project to put in the asphalt and the landscaping and all of that nice stuff for this walking path. And it's really almost wrapped up at this point in time. Star Paving did the project. But what's interesting about this is we got an 85-15 match on this. So we put in 15%. The feds put in 85%. So really all that project out there cost us was about $180,000 in Rio Rancho taxpayer dollars. Okay. So that came from federal grants and city general fund money. And that was Star Paving that did that project. And the project is currently in suspension. Now you can't tell it because... If you're just a pedestrian walking down the trail, you can't tell that there's still work that needs to be done, but it's underground work that still has to be done for the irrigation system. But that project will wrap up. So you will see some workers show back up out there to finish up the work, but there's supply chain issues with some of the underground valves. So they've got it all up and functional. It's all good and it's open and it's usable by pedestrians. And I see a lot of people out on those trails. But now you can really walk pretty much all the way around Cabazon on a nice trail because once you get to Unser, you can take the walking path back up to Cabazon Road and then Cabazon has a nice trail that goes all the way through that. That'll take you all the way back over to Golf Course. Then you take the sidewalk on Golf Course all the way back down to West Side. So you can pretty much make a pretty huge loop there. Or if you want, you can, when you're on Cabazon Boulevard, you can shoot down Linear Park, which is a really nice trail as well. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on in there. But that's the West Side Boulevard pedestrian path. That's getting wrapped up. King Boulevard widening. Okay. I told you, we awarded this contract a week and a half ago. The bid was awarded to Albuquerque Asphalt, and we gave permission on the contract or awarded the contract on October 13th. Project cost on this. Now, this is what we deal with. 
it's not just about sending a bulldozer out and throwing down some asphalt. <laughs> so, yeah, this these projects have some numbers to them. So this is the widening of King from Unser down to Wilpit. Okay, and Wilpit is where Cielo Azul Elementary is. It's that first intersection. There, yes. Yeah. So the project cost, and this is this is what's been the big deal. This is why we can't get a business to land on that corner. Okay. The project cost to widen that road, put in the appropriate drainage, put in the sewer line, put in everything that we need so that a business is functional there, $8,055,618.24. So that's your whole, almost your whole road bond, as we talked about a minute ago. Correct. Just for one little bit of a road in a roundabout. Yes, correct. So we're coupling dollars from the city's general fund. We are using some geo bond fund money and we're using the city's utility fund to pay for the underlying infrastructure. So we pulled all this money together and we also were able to pull in some federal money for another project that I'm going to talk about that freed up some money on another project that allowed us to pull that money over onto this one to make it complete so that we could get it done. Now, What's really, really good about this construction work that's anticipated is a new sewer line, four lanes of roadway put in. Oh, here's a big one. Something that's not there right now. Lighting. Oh, yeah. Lighting. Okay. And of course, the big piece of infrastructure that some people are going to like, some people are going to hate. But yes, at King and Wilpit, there will be a roundabout there. So there will not be a traffic light there or a four-way stop. It will be a roundabout. And that'll keep the traffic moving through there. And uh, I think once everybody gets used to it, they'll be happy with it. We've got them in other neighborhoods that they're working out just fine in. And so it's just kind of learning how to do the roundabout. But this project's going to take about six months, okay, Is the, and it's going to kick off. We're anticipating ground to be broken and work to start around late December, early January. So right now, because they've been awarded the contract, they have to order all the materials. So nobody's ordering any materials in advance. Now that they have the contract, they're ordering the materials. So we would expect late December, early January for a groundbreaking on that and for the orange barrels to go up. Okay. But we'll be putting message boards up real soon saying slowdowns are coming. So plan your alternate route now. I know a lot of people in Northern Meadows are probably going to shoot down Meadows and then head down Cherry to try to avoid this. Please don't speed down Cherry. Don't do it. I know the folks in Northern Meadows don't like it when people speed down King. They don't like that. So I'm just going to warn everybody. There's going to be all kinds of traffic operations going through North Hills to make sure that we don't turn that into a speedway while this construction's going on. So I just want to caution everybody. Riverside Drive. Now, this is the interesting thing when you look at this. Now, Riverside Drive is actually a lot longer segment of road than what King is. But understand the difference in the two projects, Derek. One's being fully engineered. It was never done right in the first place. That was King. Mm -hmm. Okay. Riverside Drive is completely different. We don't have to engineer. So there's not a lot of engineering costs. We're replacing the water lines underneath. That's fine. Doing all this stuff. But the project cost on this to repave it from 528 to 528 is $4.8 million. So even less than the King project. And we're getting some money from NMDOT, New Mexico Department of Transportation is what that is. 2020 geo bond money. So this was bond money from a cycle ago that we've been holding on to. I know people will say, oh, I voted for that money and, and it never got spent on this project. I wonder where it went. Well, it's right here. We were just waiting till we had enough money to do the whole project, right? right. That was just one component of the money. So we didn't spend it somewhere else. We were just trying to pair it up so that we got the 
greatest effect out of it. Well, and I remember originally when we talked about this, it was just going to go a little past the fire station, which I thought, well, that's too bad because it's really bad when you get past the fire right. station all the way around the loop. Right. So I'm glad you're able to do the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, so we, we worked on this till we could get it. And then, of course, the utility is paying for all the underlying infrastructure, the water line. And that's all that blue pipe. If you drive down to the park right there by the fire station and pull into the parking lot, you see piles and piles and piles of blue pipe. That's that water line. So you got poly problems too. Yes. Just like the house is there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is one of the older water lines because River's Edge been there. You remember uh, several years ago when a car fell into a yes. sinkhole right outside of the fire station? Mm -hmm. Now It was in the paper. It was. Yeah, it was. That's because of oh, this water main right here, this one that we're replacing broke and it caused that sinkhole. Mm -hmm. And you fixed it and now there's that one little smooth spot where it's been right. paved. And when, yeah. Right. And so now when we repave this, we're going to replace that water line completely. And then we're going to go in and we're going to recompact everything underneath that road. Okay. So the work that we're going to do on that particular road is obviously we're going to put it down a whole new road surface, mm -hmm. new medians. Now, right now there are no medians. That's the double yellow line. Correct. And for a lot of people, when you see that much asphalt, it's an invitation to just put the pedal to the metal, as they say. Either that or go around somebody that you think is not going fast enough. Correct. So medians are a proven way to beautify a neighborhood, number one. And number two, they're used as traffic calming measures. When we redid High Resort many, many, many years ago, it was a big swath of asphalt, too. There were no medians in High Resort. Now, High Resort has medians in the center and there's trees and since you can't see a mile out ahead of you, you tend to slow down and be a little more cautious about how you're going, right? So that way you can see where you're going. But anyway, then there's new ADA compliant curb ramps. So we're updating all the ADA curbs in the area, new striping, and of course the new water line that's getting installed in that project. That project is anticipated to be a six month project. So it started what, three weeks ago, give October or take? October 3rd, I think. Yeah, so provided the weather, allows for them to do their work and already the rain has already slowed them down a little bit right because right? we've had so much rain but you know you're talking november december january february march i would say that you will be driving on a beautiful new road somewhere in april okay with no orange barrels well i'll wait then okay <laughs> <laughs> like i have a choice yeah yeah so and look remember one of the things that i i really like to say is thank you to the voters because 78% of the voters voted yes on the road bond, which is really close to 80%. Mm -hmm. So I've said this before and I'll say it again. Eight out of 10 of you voters out there approve those orange barrels. Yeah. So it's not all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for it. You got <laughs> That's it. That's right? right. That's right. And in March, you voted on the 2022 GO bond. We talked about this a lot right in front of the election mm -hmm. and the voters overwhelmingly approved, like I said, I think it was 76, 77, 78% approval on the GEO bond project. And that was to include 19th Avenue Southeast. So 19th, that's yeah. between 528 and golf course. The design should be complete by October 31st. And as soon as the design is completed, we'll be able to put that out to RFP, which is request for proposal. And we should be awarding a contract on that one shortly thereafter. Spring Road is under design and it should be completed in mid-November. We'll have the design completed there. That's the road that runs from Unser all the way down to Chessman, okay? Kind of parallels, if you will, Abrazo, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit. 
And so the design on that one should be completed here mid-November. And then we'll put that one out to RFP. We'll get a bid on that. So that one will start shortly thereafter. And then Northern Boulevard, which runs from 528 up to Rockaway. The design should be complete on that by the end of February. And then once we have that design completed, we'll put that out to RFP. Now, what's important about this one, we kind of timed this one because we really didn't want to be tearing up Northern Boulevard while the 528 project is going on. As you saw this this morning, they had Northern closed down Mm -hmm. because there's still work. And, you know, Northern is on one side and then the other road that I'm sure they're using as partial detour. I haven't been down there this morning. You come through there. Well, 528 north and southbound has one lane open each direction. But if you're taking northern, east or west, you can't cross 528. But Quantum, which runs by the police station, mm-hmm. that's on this Geobond too. So if we did Quantum and northern and 528 all at the same time, you couldn't get anywhere. you'd just be deadlocked, right? So we've got northern and Quantum that are coming on. Now, exciting news because we've been really managing our geo bond money really well and our staff has done an amazing job. It looks like not only Quantum but we could potentially get Laser as well. So mm. that's the road that that comes off of Quantum and shoots over to Northern as well. Right. So that'll really complete that whole area. That whole right? business park and then you've already done Rockaway. So yes. Not, and that's yeah. not in the business park, but it's right there. But it's right there. And then you had Sunt on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're knocking some stuff out and it's starting to look really, really, really good. So you got uh, Quantum, Northern, Enchanted, and oh, and Enchanted Hills Boulevard. I mentioned this one. So the Enchanted Hills Boulevard is coming. At, the design on that one should be completed by January 31st. Shortly thereafter, it'll go out to RFP, and then we'll award the contract, and that'll start. And that's from 528 all the way back to Chiodi. That's a big project. Yeah. So that's just paving? Any water lines going in there? No, that one's just paving. That one, the water lines... So uh, it's new enough yeah. that they didn't use poly on <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Those, those the water lines should be I just fine. I did not realize, because you warned me when I was buying a house here, to make sure that the poly pipes had been replaced, if it had them, and the house I bought did. I did not realize that they used those pipes outside the houses in the ground as well. Right. In that era. Right. You see what so we learned from So you also have to replace the pipe from your meter to the house. Right. Okay. To do the complete project, if you're eliminating the poly in one of the houses that had that polybutylene piping, it starts at the meter. And a lot of the homes, they'll take that main off the meter and they'll run it over to the side of the house. They'll actually trench a new line. Mm-hmm. I've seen this done. I don't know if this is the way everybody does it but they'll run it up the side of the house and into the attic, and then they'll drop all the water lines through the attic. Yeah, all of my pipes are, the new pipes are in the attic. The original pipes are under the foundation, and they didn't want to cut the foundation to replace. So, yes, I've got So they're all severed off. Yeah. If you you look under the sink, you'll find them. They're all severed mm -hmm. off down there. That's how I knew to look, is I'd open up (laughs) under the bathroom sink. I'd see if the, and then, uh, but the, the weird thing is, because they go through the attic now in the summer, I get hot water without, when I turn on the cold water, hey, I got to let it run for a That's while. called instant hot. Yeah, but it's coming out the cold side. <laughs> well, that's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you got to let it run for a little while to get cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That attic that's, will heat it up. That's the disadvantage. But no, I, you know, there's a panel that opens up in a closet. Yes, and there's valves in there. Right. Right. Yeah, the, I remember the manifold closet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so, 
Well, I used to have Polly in the house that I had up in Enchanted Hills, and uh, if I felt like my kids were taking too long of a shower, I just, yeah. just go into that manifold and turn the hot water mm-hmm. off. That'd get them out fast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a but dad you'd, you'd you are. Scream, you'd hear them scream from the bathroom, Dad! Yeah, they knew it was you. <laughs> so that that is a big one there. Once again, we've got the Neighborhood Streets program where we're going to do some hybrid mill and inlay crack patch. Is that the hybrid mill and inlay roads are out for approval right now those are pretty much going to be approved by the city councilors because there's one mile in each district now that's six miles of road okay but we have 400 miles yeah, of road that's so, not a lot yeah so yeah it's not a lot the neighborhood street improvement project phase six patch and seal it's going to be complete here by the end of november and then the uh, neighborhood street improvement phase seven crack patch and seal will start in march of 2023 so we've got to take a break while the winter months are here. Now, this is another one that we talked about. I'm sorry, you were going to say? Oh, just I was going to ask you for our listeners. So the crack patch and seal you're talking about is separate from, if I get a big pothole in my street, you'll come and fix that. Right, exactly. No matter what. Right. So the potholes and stuff that are immediate, those we come out and fix as quickly as we possibly can. Now, another project, we've talked a little bit about it, but not much about it, but it's about to start and we're anticipating that construction is going to start on this around February of 2023. And this is Pine Tree Road, which runs right in front of the post office. Oh, where we were just talking about the yeah. veterans uh, deals. Yeah, so this is going to go from Southern Boulevard all the way back to St. Andrews. This is one, you know, along with Spring, 19th, and Pine Tree. These are those collectors that we keep talking about. So remember, our plan from the beginning, start with the arterials work to the collectors, then move into the residential neighborhoods. So we're following the plan. We're sticking to the plan. And this one here is really touches a, a residential neighborhood, not unlike spring or 19th, because there's a lot of driveways on spring. There's a lot of driveways on 19th, but they're still classified as what's called a collector, right? And this is another one of those. And so it's pine tree and it's going to be reconstructed from Southern Boulevard all the way up to St. Andrews. This is a approximately a million dollar project just short of a million bucks and it's going to include new pavement ada curb compliance and a new water line we're replacing the water lines wow. when people say ah oh, you know the water lines yes i know yeah and that's an older neighborhood than yes you know river's edge or enchanted hills it, it really is so that's one we haven't talked about much but that one's going to happen and then we have uh the 26th street bypass which is you know where stripes burritos is yeah, right there, Southern, Southern yeah. and 26th. So that neighborhood's back there on a cul-de-sac, and uh, Stripes has created some additional traffic there that uh, was more than I think that was anticipated. So we're going to be putting a street that connects 26th out over to Nicholas. Oh, okay. okay. And that'll let that neighborhood traffic come out on, uh, it's going to be a new road. It's called uh, Lazo Road, L-A-Z-O, I think is what they're naming it. And it's going to cut across there. It'll let, the, the neighborhood traffic come out at the signal as opposed to coming out onto Southern where they have to have to make a right or a left without a signal. Yeah. That's kind of tough, especially it, in the morning and oh, it afternoon. Is. It yeah. is. So it's actually going to be better for them to push them out on a Nicholas and, and uh, get them over there. And I'm sure there'll be other traffic considerations that we'll have to work through so on that one. Sometime and we're running out of time, but sometime we'll have to talk about how that came up. Did somebody from the neighborhood say, we're getting too much traffic. Does the city council look at that and, and bring it up? Because obviously everybody voted on it, said we need to fix this. Right. 
And we did. We all looked at the situation. But somebody brought it to your attention. Yeah, the neighborhood did. Yeah. Yeah, the neighborhood brought it to our attention that they did and they didn't. We knew right away when it wasn't just the neighborhood. It was the traffic that backed up onto Southern Boulevard. So it wasn't just the neighborhood. It was impacting everybody. So you could just see it when you were driving by. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And myself and the city manager don't live too far from that location. So it's really easy to kind of go get a look at what's going on. And we thought it was going to be kind of more like a craze when Dutch Brothers first came. And Mm -hmm. there's just lines for miles on Dutch Brothers. But Dutch Brothers, we had the ability to wind them around on some of the off traffic streets. Right. Right. And gave us a little bit more of a runway to get in there. This one just backs up right away on a Southern Boulevard. So we're working on some ideas there to figure out how to unify that entrance and make the traffic patterns a little bit better. See a problem and deal with it. Go fix it. Yeah. Try to anyway. (laughs) And we do our best. And then additional projects that are coming up, Northern Boulevard phase B. We've talked about this, the studies going on. This is where they're going to widen Northern Boulevard from Unser down to just say Loma, Colorado. That's the closest one. It's already four lanes at Loma, Colorado, but you get what I'm saying. Sure. Before it widens out there. Correct. So that one's under design and right-of-way acquisition. We've still got to buy a lot of right-of-way. And we should have 90% of the plans done by the end of October uh, this month. Then we've got the Idalia Road Preliminary Engineering from Northern to Iris, which is the roundabout all the way back to Northern. And you remember not long after I took office, we started rebuilding Idalia from 528 down to the roundabout. Yes. Now it's time to go from the roundabout all the way back to Northern. Boy, you're not kidding. That's really crocodiled in a lot of spots. It is. It is. It is. And people use that to take their kids to school. Absolutely. So that's under engineering. We're going to try to get that one done. I wondered about that because I use that because it cuts across at an angle. So I get to answer that way. You know, it went that way because that was an old utility easement. Yeah. So for a gas line. You told me that. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder because I remember asking, why are all the streets going north and south except that one? Right. That's kind why. Of cuts across. Yeah. Path, shortest path to get utilities from one point to the next. Yep. <laughs> so that works for me. It does. And then the Idalia Road uh, culvert crossing. So we've got to rebuild the culvert crossing at the La Barranca Arroyo, which is a little bit west of Iris. And that one's given us some trouble in the past where the floodwaters undercut the, the culvert and it collapsed. Oh. And we had to put some supports in there. And so we've got to go back in and do some final engineering, final design, and final rebuild on that. So that's a ton of projects coming forward. So by the time we get done with this geo bond cycle, which will be 2024, we won't have 32 major road segments in the bag. We'll have uh, close to 45 major road segments in the bag. And once again, that's another 10 to 12 major road segments that we'll be replacing throughout the city. So we are moving along at a fair clip and we're trying to get these projects done. And I think our city teams are moving about as rapidly as they possibly can with the resources that they have. Remember, we only have a certain amount of engineers that work for the city. We only have a certain amount of workers that work for the city. And so we've got to also take into consideration what kind of workload those individuals can take on. And so 
and the contractors there because yeah, yeah. you're not the only one hiring Albuquerque Asphalt. They're oh, doing yeah. work all over the metro. Well, I'll tell you what. They've done so much work up here. I keep telling them they need to rename themselves yeah. Rio Rancho Asphalt. Open up a different branch right. anyway, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. I think they do well to do that. But that being said, I know we're running short on time. So that being said, I think that's a really comprehensive update on what's going on with the roads. And once again, let me encourage everybody, if there's a question that you have about the city, send it here to info at KDSK dot com and Derek will get the question and we'll read the question on the radio and I'll try to answer it as best I can. And if you'd like to share this information with somebody that you know that you go, hey, the mayor just gave this great update on roads. You need to listen to it. Well, this will be uploaded to my podcast, Greg Hull, Mayor of Rear Rancho on Spotify. And you can easily grab the link from Spotify and share it on Facebook, on Twitter, or just email it to somebody so that they can get out there. And we are trying to build that podcast audience. And Derek and I are constantly trying to get information out to the public. Derek and I were talking about just before uh, we started the show is that when you hear somebody say, hey, uh, nobody ever said anything about this event or nobody just said this. And he, wrote, he says, you know, Mayor, uh, they really don't have that excuse anymore because it's right here. It's on the podcast and it's free. Yes. So it's just a matter of getting people to know that uh, the podcast is out there. And that all this information is on there. So, and if you missed, if you're just coming in at the back end of the show and you didn't hear everything that was said later today, this will be uploaded to the podcast. So give it a listen. Mayor Greg Hull of Rio Rancho. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Everybody go out there, make it a great day and God bless.